This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Real special treat this weekend, folks. Catch the Pulse this Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time for the Pulse's annual Christmas story. This year, The Gift of the Magi by O. Henry. That's the Pulse this Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on AMI-audio. It's also available on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. That's going to be splendid read. It's going to be really enjoyable, a wonderful gift that uh, the gang over at The Pulse gives to us at this time of the year. Kelly McDonald with Ramya Muthan. Let's get to our bi-weekly entertainment chat we have with Corinne Van Dusen. She's been keeping us posted on everything going on in the entertainment world, and we're very grateful. I'm Corinne Van Dusen. Join me as we dive into the latest entertainment stories from music, television, and movies here with Kelly and Ramya. Corinne, there are literally topics that you bring on this segment that I would otherwise never know about if you didn't bring it on. So let's get to this one because the first one's a good example of this. The Mm -hmm. Galaxy of Star Wars is expanding once again because there are plans to translate the original 1977 Hollywood hit into the Ojibwe language. I'm very curious about the intention behind this. So who's working on it? Well, it's Lucasfilms, which is kind of a given because they own Star Wars. Uh Uh, But they've paired with the Dakota Ojibwe Tribal Council and the University of Manitoba. They've reached an agreement to record the dubbed Ojibwe version of The New Hope. So it is, as I said, the Lucasfilm Company which has worked on the film, made the film, uh, Dakota Ojibwe Tri- Tribal Council and the University of Manitoba all coming together for this. Um, hey, that's so cool. Um, I'm really curious, though, how it was chosen. What what made them say we want to do this in Ojibwe? Well, producers say that it was chosen because it's the most spoken Indigenous language in Manitoba, Ontario, and Minnesota, Hence, the um, Dakota Ojibwe Tribal Council and the University of Manitoba. About 320,000 speakers of Ojibwe are across Canada and the United States. We hear from uh, Carrie Miller, the Associate Vice President of Indigenous Research and Curriculum at University of Manitoba. Uh, They say the dub version will make the Ojibwe language more accessible, particularly to younger generations who carry the knowledge of the community into the future. Mm. Nice. Um, and I'm curious about their like call, uh, like, it's not really casting call, but you know, call out to the community. So how are they finding people who speak the language to dub the movie? Well, if you can speak Ojibwe, you can audition. Nice. You know, voice actor Easy. auditions are expected to take place next year in Winnipeg. More information is available at starwarsojibwe.com. So if you would like to um, have a recording session there, try out, maybe uh, get a get a role to dub a voice there. Again, they're going to be in Winnipeg where they'll have recording sessions sometime next year. No firm dates have been given. And the hope is to premiere the movie in Winnipeg and then theatrical screenings across Canada, eventually coming to uh, APTN, the television uh-huh. network, sometime again next year. Because obviously the announcement has come that they're going to do this but they have to get everyone in place. You have to record it, and then they can bring it out. It's good, though. They've already put it out there, so you know it's happening. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Turning oh, back yeah. Now. It'd be interesting too. the the, the translation and, and areas are things that are so different because, you know, every language has something that is different that they may or may not have as, as word choices or and, and how do you, you, you do that? So I, I bet that'd be fascinating to speak to somebody, people, some of the people doing that translation and saying, yeah, we didn't have an Ojibwe word for that. So this is what <laughs> we did. I think that's cool. Um, your second story. 2023 films selected for preservation at the National Film Registry. Um, there are 25 films. What are some of the films that would be the standout titles here? Well, I found this and I thought, how appropriate, because there were two films that I was thinking of. Home Alone being uh-huh. the number one one, because we are in the Christmas season. And when do you watch Home Alone? But during yeah. the holiday season, uh, that uh, film was made in 1990, directed by Christopher Columbus. Uh, and the, the write-up they have here is a holiday classic about, let's face it, deeply questionable parenting. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> so it made Macaulay Culkin a star as Kevin I don't know how many impressions go around of people putting their hands on the side of their face and screaming. Uh, <laughs> but it's definitely something to do. So I thought I I thought it was cool that they're bringing Home Alone in this time. The other movie that's um, around this kind of air, uh, genre is The Nightmare Before Christmas, the ah. Tim Burton film from 1993, also being inducted. So those two have a holiday feel to them. The other names I want to bring up, Apollo 13, which gave oh, us, do you know, yeah. the uh, the the quotation that that film has given us? I don't remember. Uh, no. <laughs> the, the, no, I want to say no, but I know it's an obvious one, isn't it? Incredibly Houston, obvious. we have a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was that was out in 1995, and people are still saying it. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, Lady and the Tramp from 1955, the Disney classic canine love story featuring the most famous spaghetti kiss in animated history, they say. (laughs) Uh, Love and Basketball, 12 Years a Slave, and 20 Feet from Stardom all going in there. Those are just some of the 25 movies. They range from the 1920s all the way to modern day for choices that can be uh, preserved. Now, have they let us in on the process of choosing these movies? Well, it's based on their cultural and historic importance. So they're chosen by the catchphrase of, you know, well, Ron Howard's Apollo 13 is a a pretty great movie. Um, And the history that it documented, the catchphrase, everyone can, well, not everyone's, or a lot of people can quote Home Alone, and it is a cultural phenomenon. John Hughes, the, uh, the writer there, bringing a lot of people together, so... It seems to me like that the cultural and historical importance, but it seems to me that the movies are kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like yeah, nostalgia yeah. or like it's just made <laughs> mm-hmm. it through in one way or another. Like you said, the and impressions, hard, though. the quotes. It, mm-hmm. It's sort of hard because when you talk something years ago, to us, it's like, what relevance did this have? <laughs> and sometimes it has to be explained. And we say, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that. And and I, I get that, especially at them going around and look like I, the Apollo 13. I, yeah, of course. But I, I wouldn't have thought of that. Right. I but it's like you know say, that well, quote anywhere, even if you, you haven't watched the movie. Do. Yeah. Yeah, and same like what, what Corinne said about Macaulay Culkin, you know. And, ah! You know, like, like of course you're going to, oh, yeah, okay, I, I, I get that. Is that an importance to the world, really, and world world power and everything like that? Of course not. It's it, But it's 
what we know and the relevance. So, uh, but it must be fun kind of picking those out and saying, and making that initial suggestion, hey, what about this movie? Because the guy does that weird thing with his nose. Yeah, yeah, everybody did that for years <laughs> afterward. Um, let's talk about American Doll live action movie is your next topic. Barbie might be join, soon joined by another mantle doll on the big screen. Um, what doll is coming to the big screen this time? It's the uh, toy production company Maytel mm -hmm. <laughs> that's making this. Um, so, as you said, it's the American Girl doll that's coming to the screen. Uh, they're going to bring the doll that was first launched in 1986 to the live action screen. It's going to be produced by the company that did Twilight and The Fault in Our Stars. Okay. 32 million American Girl dolls have been sold. Get out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. humongous. I had no well, idea it was I, that big. I had no idea, as you could see by the way I read that. It's like, huh? What? <laughs> that's like, are we talking a specific one here? Well, yeah, Kelly, this one. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Yeah, they actually uh, started with the film in 2019. They pitched it. They had partnered with MGM, Mattel had. Mm. But uh, the plans fizzled out there. And then once Barbie hit the screen, the live action uh, movie, like it's our comeback. The doll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's oh. decided that uh, if you're if you're in doll we're form, next. we can find someone to play you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Does that mean that GI Joe and the gang will will, will uh. come back again? Maybe. You never know. Like we never know, right? Uh -huh. Like the thing is, they no, have to do it to see if this is just a, a Barbie thing or it can be the next yep. trend of live action doll movies for the next fifty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, it, with that, with the live action toy movies, any other titles in the works that you're aware of? Apparently, some fourteen live action films are oh, in the why? works. Why? Uh, the the titles I found that I would say like make sense that I could picture in my mind a movie being made around: uh, Hot Wheels, the toys, yeah. because they're cars that can mm -hmm. race. Mm -hmm. uh, the Magic Eight Ball has uh, something about it that's spooky. So, like you know, it, can the Magic Eight Ball really tell you what's going to happen and what's not? That, I'd watch that Poly psychological Poly thriller. Pocket, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turning a toy into a psychological thriller <laughs> from the makers of uh, Chucky and Child's Play. Come, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're selling it. What are you talking about? Okay, there yeah. you go. Let's put this together. Uh, Polly Pocket and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, um, okay. But the only one that I I can't picture, and I don't know how they're going to do, is the card game Uno. Uh, oh, oh, interesting. That could Ooh, be another freaky one. Like. I'm thinking of, you know, um, what are those boards? The Ouija boards, that kind mm -hmm. of. Maybe it's just me. I just want a thriller. Man, I was going to say, you're making all of these dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. It's creative. Like How your do they do well, that maybe one, like right? the game of life kind of thing, because Uno right. has a reverse card. Yeah. It has pick yeah. up four. And but it's not even like a world. That. No. You know what I mean? So, that's, but, that's why it would be kind of. Wow. But how many people wow, around the world insane. play Uno? That's it's, true. it's a pretty universal game, right? Because it has to do... Oh, maybe with, that's uh, what it'll be about. ...colors and numbers, so... Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's of relevance, and that's why. And it's impact on society. <laughs> it'll be in the top 25. Is there a toy movie that you'd like to pitch, Corinne, to these uh, production companies? Um, well, I was thinking about it, and I thought Fisher Price has a lot of interesting toys. Ah, true. Yeah, uh, you're up my alley. You can create a whole world with the uh, oh. the figures of the people and the cars and the towns that they have put together. So that that's just my blanket thinking of like, you know, Ryan Gosling played uh, Ken. So Ryan Reynolds plays the, you know, cop in the 
Fisher Price movie. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Or this guy leading the safari, right? With his tent mm-hmm. trailer and everything and stop and the lion and tigers chase him. Sorry, I'm remembering my toys. <laughs> <laughs> Rum, do you have anyone I that you would suggest that nah, you would like? Not oh, really. I know, I'm so Rummy boring. is making a, a making... tarot card movie and a Ouija board movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm making what's already out there, just turn it dark. Flip the switch and Rummy is making make it King Kong visits Monopoly. <laughs> whatever like take any monopoly new york there's a whole board game there's plethora out there pick your fave oh yeah just or or the revisit of or the revenge of parker brothers right right corinne holy cow that's amazing yep you should start writing these down ramya yeah yeah get some spec spec scripts together yes yes especially if you want all that what was the original one we said it was going to be the magic eight ball that's right yep good because if that's not a psychological thriller when it comes out i'm gonna be very disappointed oh you'll make it one <laughs> or you'll just lay there and complain about it this isn't scary at all i was hoping <laughs> and anyone around you will just like forget it go eat some more popcorn oh gosh <laughs> corinne awesome thank you yeah you're done with this but you will be back on friday as part of our uh holiday show so I will. I'm taking part in the quiz. So I'm yes. going to study up. Yeah, thank on, you, Corinne. Uh... <laughs> I appreciate that you're in yeah, there. Yeah, you're literally uh, taking over we Kelly just, being part of the We were quiz. just discussing that with Mr. Hardy, you know, and uh, it'll be a wonderful time. I'm yeah. sure everybody he will be good down sports, so you can unlike step Ramya. into the quiz. Anyways, I'm still taking part I'm in getting, sports today. I'm getting <laughs> a, a vibe here that Kelly's not the biggest fan of a, being oh, no, in a quiz. No, he's or... just being so kind. Oh, I just, yeah, right, I'm yeah. just making way for the rest of mm-hmm. you to have fun. The giving spirit of the holiday the right. season, Kelly. Yep. I have to start Sharing early. is caring, all that stuff. Big personality okay. at Christmas, right? I have to still, I have to start it. It's just that way. The big man says so. Yeah. Thanks, Karini. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Corinne Van Dusen joining us for bi-weekly entertainment chats. And that's the last one of 2023. Next, Mark Phoenix breaks down a study uh, stating at brain impacts that deliver um, promising results for people with traumatic brain injuries. Uh, he'll be getting into this conversation, filling us in after this when we return to the program. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.